I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Reality Reno with Mitch and Mark. I really want to get into it today because I'm excited about our guest, but a recap on the week. Well, you were so excited you couldn't sleep. But a recap yep. on the week. Last week, we went to the opening night of North by Northwest, which is the new play here in Sydney with David Campbell starring in the lead. And it's based on the average Hitchcock movie, North by Northwest. And I hadn't seen the movie. So for me, it was all new. Mark, of course, had seen the movie and he was sort of comparing it to the movie. I thought it was heaps of fun. I thought it was really clever. They did some tricky stuff. David Campbell, he is just a it's brilliant so actor. Good. It's so good. If you have not seen the movie, Go and, and find it because it is a classic Hitchcock movie. Amazing actors in it, Cary Grant and um, next even Marie Saint, maybe. But if you love the theatre, go and see David Campbell in the show. It's just wonderful. Mitchie. Now, before, before we move to the guest, I just want to mention this week I also had um, a skin cancer treated on my nose. It was a precancerous cell. Um, I caught it early. I've had it treated. I've had quite a few close calls with skin cancers, but um, the reason I raise it is because living here in Australia, no matter where we are, we are really exposed to some really bad UV rays. And if we don't get checked up, we don't know. And if I hadn't been checked up, I would not be in the situation I'm in. So it's worth checking yourselves up please go and do it exactly slip slop slap and i think there's a few more things get the shape regardless of your skin type look after your health look after your skin but now for our guest today now i'm going to say one thing she was a tv star now I think home and away is. absolutely but started a TV star, and I'm talking like I'm talking like 40 years in ago. the era when and she's still young tv dramas were, were part of what we watched, Home and Away, now. East Street, All Saints, more recently Real Housewives of Sydney, and actually most recently SAS, but there was also Halzo's Pizza, Fat Pizza Back in Business, Paradise Beach, Echo Point, Pacific Drive, Pacific and the horror Drive. movies. There was The the Possessed, and um, what was the other? The Boar. 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 So some creepy movies. Also, a bit of a singing sensation has had some... Big, big hits in the day. Yes. I'm just going to say um, sexy is the word. Sexy is the word. And she still is pretty amazing. We found just delightful talking to her. Loved her insights. Loved her sense of fun. She's just a delight. And she's absolutely real. We are talking about, Marky. The gorgeous Melissa Kautz. Melissa, so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to sit and talk with you. And I finally got to meet you not long ago. I know we met at the opening of 9 to 5. Yeah, I know. There's so yeah. many openings. I, I was I was trying to think, which one was it? Which one was it? Yes, it was 9 to 5. <laughs> what did you think of that? I thought it was so much fun. I loved yeah. it. But I, but I have to do a disclosure before we go any further. Uh-oh. I'm totally, totally fanboying you. I think. Oh, I- I think, you're so excited. I think you're freaking amazing because for a lot he of people... He nearly didn't sleep last night. 
Yeah. Well, for, oh. a lot of pe- for a lot of people, you're that girl with Tony Perrin. You're the girls from yeah. East Street. Yeah. But and Tony lives not far from Tony lives, Tony yeah. lives just up the hill yeah. um, in Newport here. And my sister lives two doors down. From no Tony? Way. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and, you live, and you live just up the other hill? Yeah. In, in the Northern Beaches. But yeah. Like, well, Everyone should be here. But anyway. I know. But you were like the girl from E Street who did so much more. You were, you were even on um, Home and Away before that. Mm-hmm. I know there's been oh, so with Danny mo- With Danny movies and singing, you know, mm-hmm. like when I look at you, it's just like sexy is the word, doll. Um, <laughs> and you still Read up. my lips there. <laughs> oh, he's so talented, isn't he? He can do all that sort of stuff. Anyway. But we're so excited to, to see you because most recently you were on SAS and I've, I've done a little bit of research and watching things. That's a crazy show. It's a like, crazy show. We've done reality, mm. but that's next level. It is. You know what? It would be very much like the block in the sense that they do let it play out naturally, but there is editing involved. Mm -hmm. So with a show like SAS, everything that we did was very real, but they still have to edit it down. I did so much physical stuff on that first day that they didn't show, and there was so much other physical stuff that happened that they haven't shown in the series playing out because they just can't. They don't have the time. They don't have a five-hour gap to, to show this. So it is hard for us because... Whatever you see, it is ten times worse than that. And I'm sure it would be the same on the block. You know, they don't see all the nitty-gritty and what's happening behind and all the conversations and all the relationships that are formed in because they simply just don't have the time. So that is hard for people to cop. And I don't think people should do reality TV if they're not willing to. Once you sign on that double line, you are handing over everything, all your rights, all how they portray you. However... However you come across to them is how they are going to portray you good, bad or ugly, right? So there are a few disgruntled people on the show who feel as though that they haven't been portrayed in the best light. And this is one of my big, big problems with reality TV. I love it. I watch all the shows. (laughs) I know. When we bumped into you, you said that. You went, I love reality TV. I love it. But putting your, I'm, I'm an old school actress, actor from back in the day where we had no social media, we had no reality TV. I've been brought up in a very old school, you know, environment, learn your scene, this is your character, turn up to set, blah, blah, blah. Having to turn up to set and being yourself and not having a script and not having a role to play is terrifying for someone like me, terrifying. So I said, okay, I'll do SAS, but if I'm going to do that, I have to go there completely raw and completely myself and then people, they can make up their mind on who I am. I'm good with who I am as a person. I know I'm a good person, Mm. but you are putting yourself out there and you don't know how you're going to be perceived. I mean, I could have been perceived as somebody, oh, gosh, she only lasted, you know, two days. Mm. But, you know, and thankfully people did see that I had no business being there, that I was pushed myself (laughs) and pushed myself. The feedback that I got from everybody was, I'm going to get emotional. I'm going to try not to get emotional through this track. But it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. And 
this is my biggest fear during relativity. You don't know how you're going to be perceived. You don't know how they're going to, you know, put, put you out there. So that alone was terrifying. I'm so interested to hear that, but I'm interested, why is that so emotional for you, the feedback from people saying um, good on you? Because they've already judged you as an actress and, and a singer um, yes. in, in, on TV shows, in movies, in, in, on stage, mm-hmm. in video clips. They've already judged you. You know why? This comes back from, and this is what I was trying to say with the DS that day, is that being coming from that old school uh, TV soapies, it was all about TV soaps back then. I did get judged. One minute I was too fat, the next minute I was too skinny, the next minute I was ugly, the next minute I was pretty, oh, don't do your hair this colour and don't do this and you look terrible here and you look better here. And that plays on your mind. I think I have trauma from back all that time back then, that now to put yourself out there in reality TV, mm-hmm. you know, I've only ever done Housewives, remember, which was very confronting and daunting and fabulous as well. But and we watched every episode. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, <laughs> like, good, good clothes, good clothes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh thank you. Good clothes. Um, a lot went into that those outfits. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think. Putting yourself out there again this time round with no brush and no makeup and no nothing, completely stripped bare, I can't tell you how hard that was for someone like me to really open up the curtain and really say, okay, you know what, this is who I am. And I don't care anymore. What pe- People can judge me how they will. I'm good with myself now. So is uh, the thing that hits you is that doing that and being so vulnerable Yes. And you had people say, and who you are is great, who you are is good, and we support you. Is that what hits at your heart right now? Yes. Yeah. Isn't it amazing and wonderful to have that? To get approval because I'm so hard on myself and I just think everyone thinks I'm not good enough. They're not thinking that. But this is my go-to and it's so sad and I think a lot of I think a lot of people my age might do that. I think a lot of mothers do that. I think women in general do that. And I'm yes. sure men do too. It's not fair to even just say women anymore. Even with all the social media, there's so much emphasis on what people look like and it drives me bananas. And I think until you are comfortable with who you are as a person and you're good with yourself, then you're able to put yourself out there. And that was the first time that I put myself out there completely naked. So, you, so your makeup and your hair and your outfit is a mask, and you're taking that mask off to some extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but that's basically yeah. that's what people yeah. see. They see perfect yeah. perfection as far as yes. perfect makeup, perfect hair, perfect outfit. Yes. But we're that's not. Right. But none of us are that. And what I've found as I've grown older, especially these last few years, I don't care anymore. Okay, yes. I'm a 48 year old woman. I have been doing this since I was four years old. I can hold my head up high yes. in this industry. I've done nothing wrong to offend anyone. I've always been completely professional. I've always turned up on time. Um, I don't disrespect anybody. I'm good. Like, yeah. And I need to, I found myself there and I found that I'm allowed to love myself. I, I can love myself. It's okay, Mel. Like just, yeah. just. Be confident with this and you'd be surprised what you get back. And I just got back such beauty. And I know there was still, I'm sure there's still people out there who've got something negative to say, but everyone's going to get that. Everybody, everybody in the world living gets negative, you know. Yes, yes. 
So um, for me, it was uh, it was the most incredible experience, and and I, and I took that away with me, hundred percent. But has it been a difficult journey to get to this place, though? Hundred percent. Just of, I am one of those people where everything has to be perfect, mm-hmm. and if it's not perfect, it's just not good enough. You know, it's just it's just how. I've been brought up. I don't know. It's just that that's that's how hard I am on myself as an individual. And after years and years and years of this, it, it does. It takes a toll. Like it's it's really difficult. It takes a mental toll. It takes a physical toll as well because we're a complete being. Yeah. And listening to you, Melissa, there's probably people, women, but men too, but women listening who have a similar experience, who have, who are walking around with that similar, it's not good enough, I'm not good enough. Yes. And it's, and I watched, I actually did watch a clip of you doing an interview with, mm. about the SAS and, and you watched, you, you were, I think, in the morning show and they showed mm. you the clip when you took your number down mm. and the emotion on that, that oh. was so hard for you to watch. But I wonder whether it's also empowering to watch. It's the emotion is you found your voice. And I remember hearing you, I read something where you said that you're quite naturally an introvert and not used to very dominant people. But maybe SAS in its weird way gave you, reconnected you to your voice, reconnected you to your value. It did. I've always had a massive issue with feeling not good enough always but especially in that environment like I think if it would have continued I would have been able to stay on I you would have seen me sort of I'm never going to be the dominant person I just don't have that level of confidence you know like for instance Ebony the little box there I mean she is hilarious, that woman. She has balls like I cannot tell you. <laughs> but that woman has the most incredible confidence I've ever witnessed firsthand in my life. Like, and it's a it's an envious confidence because it's not um you can have confidence and you can be overbearing and a bit of a nightmare and you know uh, over the top and you that you steer away from that kind of confidence. Her confidence as a woman, as a young female, I mean, I only can dream about that kind of confidence. It's it's just, it's either embedded in you or it's not. I'm never going to, I'm never going to have that. <laughs> but I don't need to have that. I just need to be able to walk into a room and think, I've got the right to be here. I'm a good person. This is what I can bring to the table. This is who I am as a human being. And be confident in that we're all very different human beings. I, I think I think maybe it stems from the comparison. We're always compared to, yeah. for you, it would have been uh, all the way through your peers. No matter how well you, you did with your career, you would be compared to peers who have done less, have done less or have done more. Um, so... None of them, no one's ever the best. And I suppose for us, to, for us, I can link into us doing the block. The block, for a lot of people on programs like that, it's so important to win. And maybe you can relate to this. With us, this la- the first time we came last out of five houses. To- Which was ridiculous. <laughs> but, but, but this time we beat the other houses so that placed us first. Yeah. But, but for us... We noticed that the young, a lot of the younger people in these programs, winning, winning was about beating somebody else. 
But for us, I think because we're a lot older, Mark and Mark's 16 and 59, so we've got quite a few years on you, hun. But <laughs> you look, we both look fabulous. You look gorgeous. Stop it. No, keep going. But my thing is that with with age comes comes maturity, whether you like it or not, yes. comes maturity. And for us, winning was winning for ourselves. It wasn't um, about we didn't have to beat somebody else. Like on our first block, people said, How did you feel about coming last? We thought we won. We won. We absolutely. Just, we didn't absolutely. win ahead of others. And for you, maybe you won, you won ACS. Yeah, yeah. What I got off that show, I mean, all up I was there for four days and it was edited down. We, we did two days on the actual thing and it became very real very, very quickly. But those two days, oh, I just got somewhere. I just, I don't know. How do I explain this? I got to a depth within my own self that I don't think I've ever, ever gotten to before. And I learned to, for some reason, those two days, I started to accept myself and I started Mm -hmm. to say, you know what, Mel, you're okay. You're a good person. I think you shelter yourself. You, You closet yourself up from all these thoughts and putting you there and putting yourself in a vulnerable position and putting yourself out there, it makes you see yourself. I know this sounds crazy and I sound like my head's going to start spinning, but it's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain this breakthrough that I had because I did. I had that complete breakthrough and it's like I found a confidence or a love for myself that I don't think I've had for a very long time. That's, you know, when you think about doing a show like SAS and there's a whole lot of reactions around it I've watched it and gone my god that's crazy it's whatever Mm. but sometimes it's the non-expected breakthroughs that are the benefits for it and it almost sounds like you went into something facing fears like Mm. I've watched a couple of clips that whole terrifies us plain water thing there's no way there's no way I could do that but you were there and you went through that emotional barrier it's almost like you can't run away from yourself, so you have to confront yourself and then realise that you're actually good and you're okay and who you are is valuable. And I, I kind of I, wanting to talk to you, did a little bit of research, a little bit of yeah. thinking. Yeah. As an actress, and I heard you say something that said, as an actress, I can have a role and a part, and if it doesn't go so well, the writer stuffed up. On reality TV, there's no <laughs> writer writing, you know. I can't say my role was bad because no. here I am. But I also think I, I have this theory. Reality TV is so dominant right now. And mm-hmm. hey, we got a lot out of it. But a lot of the characters are larger than life people. They go on there being bigger and bigger. And I I remember when Big Brother started, and I, you know, my background is in psychology. And I started to go We're case studies, Melissa, you know. It's a case study. <laughs> I, I started to think, you know, media and TV represents our community, should be reflecting our community. Are we sending a message that says to be valued, you have to be a big personality? But actually introverts are the people. So watching TV, you don't see introverted people because everyone's bigger and better and loud and I'm just telling my truth. Introverts are considered and thoughtful and I think we're losing value in the sensitivity and the thoughtfulness that people bring. 100%. Do you know what's really interesting? The general public, especially around our age, you know, um, not so much, you know, the teens or whatever, especially our age, do you know what? I think they respond more to 
a person who is having a breakthrough or with real actual emotions and feelings rather than the person who's the loudest mouth in the room because that's the kind of person that everyone's saying, oh, my God, like that was so put on, like, you know, trying to make a name for themselves, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Where people can relate so much more to the 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 quiet one who is who is going through something that's very real that you can connect with on an emotional level. But do you, but do you think the networks get that though? I think no, the, I think no, net- because I think no, because I think they want that shock value. They and fair enough, it does bring ratings, and you do you do talk about the next day. But I'm just talking t- take away ratings and money and all of that, right, just to think about a human being. I think the response that I had after being on that show for two days was unlike anything I've ever experienced because I think it's like people saw my journey and it's just crazy to me that you can have that that people tapped in. I had mothers stopping me in the street in tears, holding my arm, not letting me go and say, I can I, I was there with you, you know, I understand what you're going through and blah. blah. And they touch I, I was in tears with these women because it's like, my goodness, if I showed them that they are, yes, they too are as strong, you know, or they too can do something like this, then my God, I've done my job, you know, you've done you've done something good. That's what you've done. You've gone on that show for yourself, which is which is motivated, but as a consequence of being seen on national TV, you've actually touched other people who are watching and may not talk about it, but internally they're going, I yeah. understand that, I feel that, and yeah. I I want to. Right. And that's why that the block journey. works so well. Because the block, these are very it's like how it comes across is this, it, it, you know, you're too busy. You've got too much stuff to be playing the character and I need to get more airtime. And I, it's not that kind of a show. This is very real people wanting to, you know, really make a difference in their life and their kids' life. And, and, and this is why I think The Block is one of the best TV shows out there because it is real people. Like I watched, I, I cried with you guys. I laughed with you guys. I watched your journey. It's like... It was the most, it's the most incredible show. And SAS does that same thing. You know, you you feel like you are connected to these people and you're living this the journey kind of thing. Um, and I don't want to put any other TV shows down, but the maths and things like that, don't get me wrong, I love watching it. It is crazy over the top. It's not as, you know what I mean? Like I just find it a little bit a bit more manipulated, even with the Real Housewives. It's like so certain situations are manipulated, you know, for TV and for all the rest of it. And and it's a, and it's about it has no it has no moral compass for destroying some no, people. Um, that's and, right. That's and it, right. And it, and it and it and it glorifies bad behaviour. Yes. But whereas that other show, um, Beauty and the Geek, this last se- the last season. Yeah. It was beautiful. People were nice to each other. And, yeah, I watched and, a bit of that actually. Yeah, I, I, watched, and, I watched a little bit of that. But see, and, and but and I don't want to put maths down at all because I have watched every single series. I've watched every single episode. I've watched every single minute and I'm in Hook, Line and Seeker. But it's a different kind of reality show. It is. And it's the same thing with Housewife. You can't invest yourself too much into those things. 
where with SES and with the block and the other shows like that, you do invest yourself in it because you do see real, real characters and you see real things unfolding. And yeah, anyway. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So you've done your SAS renovation, which is a renovation on you. Yes. Have you ever done a renovation outside of you on your home? Do you know what? We moved into this house, I'm going to say six years ago, and this was before I started religiously watching the block. And I had, I thought I'd done my house justice and whatever. And then I started watching the block from series one all the way through to, and I'm all up to date now, right? Mega fan. You're a mega mega fan. Mega fan. Mega fan. But there's so many things that I want to change now. Like I need a whole new ensemble. I've got a movie room where I hate walking past. I need new lounges. I need new rug. I need new prints on the wall. I hate everything about it. (laughs) I've got a room upstairs that has a lounge with no rug and no coffee. Like you would be horrified. I need the full ensemble. You'll have to come by. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, like I would only be so lucky like I seriously I'm embarrassed at the moment because there's things that I need to fix and change I've got this beautiful big house but it's just not where it needs to be have you done anything to it at all no no <laughs> <laughs> I got the furniture and I stuck the furniture in and I I had some people come through at one point but now all that's sort of a bit tired like I've got good pieces but, but I just don't know how together. to put it together. My girlfriend, like, is very good at chicken go and, and, and it doesn't have to be overly expensive, but I have really nice pieces. I just don't know how to. I've sort of got a tribal theme happening in one room <laughs> and I've got, like, this thing back, like, you know, a nod back to I- England and this other room which just doesn't go with that room and, oh. Oh, my God, you're walking through your house. It's like walking through all the nations. It's the United Nations rooms. Yeah, you, no, you'd be horrified. I'd be embarrassed to show you through. Don't you think? A glass yeah. of wine and we'll just wander through Melissa, Melissa's house. And <laughs> yeah, go, have, about, have, we'll have a bottle of champagne first. No, look, it's a beautiful home and I'm very grateful that I do have this beautiful home, but I, it just needs styling. It needs a facelift. And you know what's interesting, Melissa, when you say that a lot of people come in and catch up with us and come into our store. We've got our store in Newport and... Many people, lots of people say, I just don't know how to do it. I know what I like when I look at it, but I can't see how to put it together. And I guess, you know, that's one thing Mitch does very well is he knows how to grab things and and make it and style it, make it look a bit fabulous. And Mm. it doesn't have to be expensive, like you said. No. Use your stuff, change up maybe orientations, change up colours and bang, there you are. And it doesn't necessarily go hand in hand with you can put yourself together. And mm. dress yourself up, make yourself up, make everything, make everything perfect, mm. and be totally satisfied. But it doesn't necessarily translate to styling your home. My mum was my, my mum looked amazing, but wasn't great at styling the house. Yeah, sorry, mum. I've, I've got weird, like I've got like a traditional chair in the same room where this really funky chair is, and like 
I just, I know it's not, I know it's not put together. And you know what? It's not that I need to buy. I probably need two really, uh, two new great rugs and I need, you know, a few prints. It's not like I need a whole lot of stuff, you know, maybe a really nice vase and, you know, bamboo sticks. I don't know, whatever it may be. I just need a few pieces because it's like a nightmare. But we'd have to, we'd, you'd have to film it because it would be amazing. I, I've got that house that needs that upgrade and then people go, oh, you know what I mean? But I just don't know how to put everything together that would be a hoot the bamboo sticks which maybe melissa could do the jungle and bring back some bamboo sticks from the jungle i, I, th- I think melissa is just doing a <laughs> do pitch, the jungle you just don't say a pitch for whoever might be listening yes a, Mitchell a, a new sh- yes renoing melissa's house yes i could be the host see I, i've already thought it about it i could go and source the families out that need an uplift right yes, yes. and i could introduce you to these are my very good friends mitch and mark and they're going to come and they're going to bedazzle your house. So imagine, this is a great show. Back away from them, the bedazzling, okay? Bedazzling's gone, dull. I so- know, but I like it. No, I know, I know. It's very 80s, but I do like the bedazzle. Step too. away from the glue gun. No, it's, Melissa, you and Mitch, it's the reason you are kindred spirits because you both yes. like a bit of spark and a bit of bling. Oh. Yeah, I do. I do. And sometimes it's a wrong bling, though. Like, but I'm not. I'm not glue gunning like bling onto a denim jacket or anything. But I just like the word. <laughs> now, I also had another quick little question, which mm. kind of is a bit of a segue. But part of it, SS, you talked about being the biggest scaredy cat around because. Yeah. But I have to confess, heights and I'm a good swimmer. But watching that whole plane thing, I hyperventilated. I'm a terrible swimmer. Yes. But. You're the biggest scaredy cat, but you've done two horror movies. I cannot stand to watch horror movies. I get so scared. I cannot watch them. I can't. And then to do The Possessed. Yes. You know, that's that's my biggest, biggest thing. When I was younger, I watched, what's that possession film where her head spins? Um, um, What am I? You know, Exorcist. 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 Reminds me of my girlfriend bought me the pub last weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that as a teenager and it scared me for 15 years. It took that's how long it took me to get over. I literally was I had nightmare over nightmare after nightmare after it was horrendous. So doing um the possessed, when I actually read the script, I I know it was just a, a small little scene, but I actually had to say, Am I going to be able to do this without freaking out? Like, am I going to be able to be a part of this? And it's very hard as an actress to say no to a film because they just don't make them. They don't make enough in Australia. We just don't have the resources or the funds. So when you are presented, you know, with a script and you love the director that you're working with, it's very hard to say no. So I said, darling, you're just going to have to put on your big girl pants um, and who wouldn't want to do a scene where you're possessed? Like, it was incredible. (laughs) It was the most amazing thing I've ever done. So you had to act as I haven't seen this movie. I just I had was to act like up. I was possessed. It was horrendous. See, we oh, don't see God. it because I I, I, I won't have horror movies. I can't watch, can't watch horror know. movies. I, I, I get. Know. And if we're if we're in a a, a theater and there's a scary scene, the whole theater knows that I'm there she because screams. I jump and scream like a. He will jump and scream. Even you know, not even the scary it's bit. Embarrassing. It's, it's as the tension builds and the music builds. Are you one of those? Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Yes, and jump and grab Mark. And, grab. and people look around, people start looking around saying, shut up, stop it. I know. <laughs> and you're sitting there with your bedazzled jacket on wondering, 
you know, hey, I'm, I'm just expressing myself here. What's the problem? That's exactly. He doesn't blend into the background at all and then suddenly you have this sparkle sequined entity screaming. It's like being possessed himself. <laughs> That's a, I uh, love that. It's amazing. Good, good, darling. I've just got to be concerned with all that laughter that you weren't laughing with me, laughing at me. Oh, no, I am, darling, I am. I swear, I haven't had a good belly laugh. I needed one of those today. Hey, one last thing. We've got had a lot of time. Would you do the block? Oh, yeah, I would. Are you I really? Would, yeah, I would do the block for sure. I'd do the block with my sister. I've already spoken to my manager about that. He goes, no, no, you can't do the block because, you know, you're an actress and blah, 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 no, blah, blah. If they ever did a celebrity, like, I, I would do the block for sure. But I can't, I'm useless, though. It would be good to watch because I'm useless. I'd have no idea. I'd have meltdowns and breakdowns oh, and, you know, flusters and anxiety attacks. and. Great you, know, so you just said if they ever did a celebrity block, block, I thought they did last year when they got me back. They did. <laughs> I know. And that's why I said to my manager, look, Mission Mark had done before and now they're a name and they did it again. So surely, surely it would be okay. And he goes, oh, I don't know, Mel. I don't know about that one. I think, it's, I think it'd be a great idea. Because it was like watching celebrities. No, it's true. Do it's a celebrity true, block. It was like watching celebrities on the book. And they need to do that. I think it's more exciting too. Absolutely. Well, Melissa, you spoke to us when we before we started today. You said nothing was off the table. We could ask you anything. And, yes. we, and we pretty much have. Yes. So let's turn it around now mm-hmm. and offer you the opportunity to ask us together or individually yes. absolutely Anything you like. <gasps> wow. Okay. I want to know, which you probably didn't mention it, but I can't remember. Where did you two meet? How long have you two been? Oh, this is eight, oh, eight, no. 18 years. 18 years. That's almost as long as my husband and I have been together. And in gay years, you know what that's like. You know. It's like dog years. Yeah. Dog yeah, years. Like dog years. So we met somewhere where I reckon you would have been at some stage, maybe yeah. after, after you performed at Mardi Gras or something. Yeah. At a very classy establishment. Because we're classy, you can tell. Very upscale, because we're quite upscale people, called the Stonewall Hotel. No, not the Stonewall. I was never there. <laughs> <laughs> I was never there every Saturday night. That was it was a lookalike, that's all. <laughs> Mitch, yes. Mitch and I met in the Stonewall Hotel and Mitch wow. was on, on an exit date. That's the date we had. It's a date where you're out dumping somebody. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yes, and I walked in and he was dumping somebody and he kept pointing at me and I was thinking, who's the crazy person pointing? And I just went, well, hello. I waved. Yeah. So what were you saying? You, I want you. No, no, I just, oh. the person that I was any with said, what are you looking for? I said, I don't know, probably someone like that guy over there. He looks like an all-American boy, probably an arsehole, but that's what I'm after. I pointed at Mark a few times. Mark waved. I walked over and I said, hi, I saw you waving at me. Mark said, I didn't know what else to do. You were pointing at me. It was and like, I said to him there and then, uh, within minutes, I said, oh, my God, I've been so looking forward to meeting you. And now, uh, I should have known Melissa at the moment. There were two or three indicators, early indicators of crazy. But yeah, I should I have known. Too. I'm completely crazy. My husband knows I'm crazy. That's okay. I looked at my husband and I knew that he was going to be my husband. I oh, just, did you? He wasn't even living in the country. He was here at my sister's wedding. He's my sister's husband's best friend. Oh, my God. And you, yes. at the wedding, you went, you looked yes. and went, you're he the one. he looked at me and he asked me a question and I just, and I went into my, I went to my sister and I said, that's the man I'm going to marry. She goes, he doesn't even live in the country. I said, that's the man I'm going to marry. I saw my whole life with this man. And yep. all he did was look, look me in the eyes. 
isn't that yeah, no. there is a connection there's certain things that connect yeah. And yes. whenever whenever I think about those moments, like with Mark and I and with you, so it's like that Isla Fisher, Isla Fisher in that movie, if you leave me, I'll find you. I, I love that movie. <laughs> that to him. And I was That's very right. much an introvert. So yes. if somebody had said at that point, in 10, 18 years' time yeah. you would be doing this, I would have been, are you out of your mind? That's yeah. not me. I'm not part of that. And here we are. There you go. I should have actually said to him, I should have said to him on the on the night, I'm going to make you a reality TV star. TV star. <laughs> you know what's beautiful about you two, though, is that you are best of friends and that comes across yeah. and I think you've got to have that and then the relationship comes from that. Like my husband and I, we love each other's company. We want mm. to spend time with each other more than anybody yes. else. And then everything else is just, an, a, you know, a, an added kind of uh, add-on. But, like, not saying my beautiful friends aren't. You know what I'm saying? But it's I, just like yes. we, it, we, like, through lockdown and all that, we were fine. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because we've had people say, we go away on the holidays, you know, for however many weeks. And they say, How, but you're together 24-7. Yep. So. How can you do that? And we look and go. Well, why wouldn't we? We want to. We like each other. Why wouldn't you want to be we with each hang other? Out with each other. Yeah. If you don't want to be with each other, it's okay to choose not to be. But then yeah. don't get married. Well, yeah. we're not married yet. Why aren't you married yet? Just because we're not. The marriage. Sorry, came... do you hate that question? You know when no, you're not married, no. people can ask that question. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to offend, but I just that that that's another a good question. question. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Why you have, do you I, think you'll do that? Do you think you will get married? We've got no plans. I think for us, the marriage bill, we saw the marriage bill making it legal for gays yeah. to marry. We yeah. saw it as a great as a great path forward for for younger people. So for for your kids and and any young person that can uh-huh. look when the kids at school who who are who are heterosexual are talking about, I want to get married when uh-huh. I grow up. Mm-hmm. The other little person who's six years of age feeling a bit odd, think, well, I think yeah. I like girls more than boys or boys more than girls or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, can think, oh, yeah, I want to get married too. Thank no. God all of that has evolved now. Thank that goodness. Has. And we've been very lucky to be part of the block because kids love that show. So many kids love that show. And kids, we were surprised kids resonate and loved us. And yes. I think the block is good for a primetime TV show, 7.30, families watch it, and here yeah. is a same-sex couple yeah. who respect each other, treat each other well, have fun, have 100%. been successful, and kids are like, oh, yes. that's part of our life. And, and you know what? You don't need you don't need the marriage. You, you guys are married. You don't need that I've been married. You are married. Having you said that, married. Melissa, People have said that about being married. And I said, yeah, yeah, if ever we do that, it's going to have to be like in Sex and the City, the movie. There's going to have to be swans. There's going to have to be yeah, big and, and a couple of outfits and, and you know, a few famous people. And, and, and Liza, Liza Minnelli. Oh, yeah. okay, now you're talking. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Melissa Couts. Melissa. <laughs> Yay. I've got one more question. Would you ever do the block again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, in a heartbeat, in yeah. a heartbeat. In we, a had heartbeat. So, we had so much fun, as much as Oh, it looked work. amazing. I just love it. It's such a good show. And what's the next thing on your radar? What do you, what do you got going? <gasps> oh, yeah. I really want to do this a film that Chris Sun, uh, he's written another film for this year, so I hope I can be involved in that. Wow. And I am doing, I'm hoping to 
bring out some more music. I'm doing uh, a couple of songs with Nick Jay, who's cool. a fabulous producer, DJ, um, who I've worked with before. So I'm hoping I can release some music again because that uh, since COVID, I haven't had a gig for so long. Like oh. it's really, you know, that whole nightclub thing, you know, on a Saturday night. Wow. Um, you know, down at Stonewall, which I've performed at many, yes, many times. Yes, I've seen you perform so well. Yeah. Yes. yeah, and it's like I, I, I miss that. I miss that connection that I had with my fans, you know, um, and I haven't been able to do that since COVID. So I'm, I'm hoping that I can re-release, re-release some new music and, and get back out there and do a few gigs, you know. You know, I can, I can still put on the Lycra doll. I can right. still put on a hot pant. You know, I don't know whether my cheeks are up there like Kylie Minogue's, but I, I, you know, I'd give it a good go. <laughs> you look pretty fabulous on SAS. So if you can do camouflage and look fabulous, darling, <laughs> you're set. You're set. Thank you so much. We have had you. so much fun talking. Ah, I love you both. Thank you. It was awesome. Much love, Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Mitchie, I loved having that time talking to Melissa. She is very much an introvert by nature. And being on reality TV has just kind of made her come out a little bit, she said. Well, she's saying fully exposed, Mark, but I think you're touching on something there that's sort of relevant there. The introvert has to decide whether they want to be heard. And if you're not loud, you don't get heard. I think in in this era, there's so much reality TV where people go on there thinking you have to be big and loud and brash and you have to be able to be the biggest personality in the room. And they forget that subtlety, the subtlety that, that introverts bring is something really valuable. Well, Mark, I suppose it could relate to us being on the block. You were quieter. Mm. You still got heard. Exactly. You don't have to be loud to be heard and to have an impact. Well, Melissa was talking about it's always the loudest person in the room and people willing to cross all lines to to get airtime. We need to be mindful that you can actually have subtlety and just be yourself. It's not about being... Loud and trashy. Having dignity and grace and thinking about what you say before you say it. Instead of people saying, I can say anything I want, think about what you're going to say. It's called responsibility. Anyway. Also, Melissa spoke about learning to love herself, which I think is something really important when we can actually think, I'm okay. Yes. But hopefully, Mitchie, we get to go over to her place and help her with some of her styling. You never know. I'm hoping, Mike, I think we've got a new friend there. I just feel I felt a real connection. Yeah, she was fabulous. So thank you so much for listening to Reality Arena with Mitch and Mark this week. We hope you enjoyed that little time spent with Melissa Kautz. If you enjoyed the um, episode, if you love what we do, please leave us a review and you can get your podcast from Acast, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, A. Apple, what is Apple, it? Apple, the iTunes. Apple, or wherever <laughs> you get your podcast from, please uh, please share any of our podcasts. If you love them, you can find them on our website to share them with your friends, and we will be back next week. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen because we're all going out there more. Thank you. See you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.